Welcome back to the Pitch Pod, everybody. We hope everyone enjoyed the competition, the World Cup. It was pretty exciting. Maybe the most exciting World Cup game ever. Uh, I think everyone was on the edge of their seats. It was a nail-biter. I Several times throughout the game, I thought it was over. And then, lo and behold, we're back into it. So hopefully everyone enjoyed the match and uh if you didn't get a chance to watch it i highly recommend going back and watching it uh but anyways we're gonna go we're gonna go ahead and get into it and review it i'm your host as always jeff stebbins and with me you know we're we're celebrating the world cup right let's not forget our local cup of joe he's with us as always my co-host joe jim how are you doing today joe Excellent, Jeff. Thanks again. As always, glad to be here. I got my cup of joe here. Get through today. Been a long weekend. Way too exciting of a match. Uh, you know, watching it once, and I did go ahead and watch it a second time, just as much as I was into what was going on to see. Was there something I might have missed? Was there more to get into? But overall, really enjoyable experience for everybody, whether you were supporting Argentina to win or France. I think that for everybody that was a viewer from all over the world, got a Powerfully entertaining match to conclude the World Cup 2022. Yeah, I didn't necessarily have any skin in the game one way or the other. I, you know, I did predict France winning. And so I was kind of hoping that they would, just so that I could kind of prove myself right. But either way, I was happy with the outcome. And, and I'm wearing my messy jersey. Argentina to pay respects because he had a great tournament and I feel like he needed this to kind of cement his spot on the Mount Rushmore of soccer. So I, you know, even though I predicted France to win, Hey, I'm happy that Argentina came out and won. A lot of people didn't expect that. So hats off to them. And uh, I should mention, uh, and Joe, I'll let you talk a little bit about this too. You know, it Messi had a fantastic tournament, won the golden ball, well deserved. But let's not forget about his teammates. Argentina had a solid, solid team this year, whether it be Alvarez, DePaul, Martinez, and Keep. You know, that was a solid Argentina team that played well off of their stars. I would agree. I think we knew the game plan or the, the, the main idea for an Argentinian team is. A system even of play, if you will, is how do we get the ball to Messi and let him work his magic and do what he needs to do. But it required the input and performance of a whole squad. And even you saw through the rotations and the substitutions that were made, they found a way to, in that system, be successful. And that's why they are where they are, being crowned champions of this World Cup, is they found a way to use their game plan to be successful. And, and at, at any level, that's what you're trying to do. So I think that is a good result for them in terms of moving forward with their program. I, we don't know if Messi will continue to be a part of the Argentinian international team, but I think what that says to other people around the world is that the, you have to look in and always consider Argentina to be a contender each and every year again. Yeah. And, and speaking of game plan, um, you know, France played well throughout the tournament hats off to them hats off to Mbappe uh, just, 
outstanding athlete, kept France in that final. When you thought that they were out, here comes Mbappe, either setting himself up for a PK or that finish he had, which was just astonishing. I think, yes, he won the golden boots and a little pat on the back here. I did predict Mbappe winning the golden boot, but I was just thoroughly impressed with him throughout the tournament and in that final match. I think you can make a good argument that, you know, he was the most valuable player of the tournament. No, France didn't win. Uh, and Messi got that title, but he, he played outstanding. And I think he's the guy to watch from, from here on out. He's, he's the new guy, the the star. And so um, I'm excited to see some more out of him in the future, but overall France's game plan coming out, it was a, and you and I talked about this previously. It looks like they, you know, knowing what Argentina is going to do in their aggressive one twos and, and Messi making stuff happen. It kind of seemed like France came out that first half kind of on their heels and not not overly prepared and not overly aggressive. Uh, what's your take on that? I think that's absolutely correct in your observation of what we saw that first half, especially going into up to the 41st minute before they made it sub- started making substitutions in the sense that you have those times where you put it together a lineup and you're going, got it wrong. And I, and I think that's probably partially at the level of the manager. You, you have to say he got it wrong, whether it was something missing as far as the desire of those couple of those players that were on the field. But as a team, you definitely saw – reactiveness in a sense of like it, like as if they didn't quite understand the where they were what they were doing I, that's, that's a terrible harsh criticism but it's almost almost one of the ways to ask the question did they realize or recognize did they forget missed the memo jeff that they were in the world cup final because that's what it looked like to begin with that first half and so from there yes they made the adjustments and to have a rising star i mean you call him a rising star maybe he's elevated himself to legendary status and mbappe on your side to be able to carry the team on the back to get them level and to get them into extra time to get them into penalties. I mean, that's, that had a whole lot to do with an individual player stepping up. And I think that's maybe even something you could reference and mention there as far as we talk about the best team always winning, but it it may be sometimes individual players show up and do what they need to do. Legendary greatest of all time, have and find a way in these types of games to get it to happen. But I think going back to point, yes, to start for sure, absolutely very much on the back foot, very reactionary as if they, we're not quite ready to get going. Yeah. And, you know, France having the talent that they do have, but, you know, Bobby is obviously the star and is doing great things, but Giroud was awfully quiet that first half. And when they're in the world cup final, we, they can't afford to have them off. And so, it, you know, for, for the French fans, I'm sure it's disappointing that, you know, he played such a great tournament and then to get to the final and and just kind of be a non-factor. I know he was subbed off early, but 40 minutes in the game, he wasn't making the impacts. Let's just say it. And so, it, you know, you got to show up for those moments. And Messi, Argentina, they showed up. And, 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 and again, hats off to them. I, I do think Messi is one of the greatest of all time. I think Mbappe has a chance to be so hats off to everybody. It was a great tournament and it was, it was a really fun game to watch. And I think for a brief moment, it kind of unified people and 
uh, everyone just took the time to sit down, watch the game, enjoy it, and maybe brought some people into the sport that weren't previously interested. So that was great to see. I'd say absolutely. I think there's a lot of storylines that will continue from this. I think there, you know, you mentioned Mbappe. I'm really interested to find out where the conversation goes with him as far as what he does at the club level. I know he's more or less locked down to continue with PSG, but I got to imagine how do they, everybody and their respective brothers of the different various clubs all over the world are going, how do we get this guy on our team? What is it going to take to bring an Mbappe onto our club? I mean, we were thinking about English Premier League. We're thinking about La Liga. We're thinking about clubs that would love to have an Mbappe on the squad. And I think that they he raised the stakes. He raised whatever it's going to take or whatever it was going to take to remove him or get him out of PSG. I think this performance in this World Cup is just taking it to a whole other level. So I think that's a storyline I'm excited to get into and follow and see where that goes, whether it be within – I don't think we're going to see anything upcoming transfer window. I don't know if even in the, in the following summer, but it's got to – Aside from obviously being on the radar of everybody, but it's kind of like created a huge stir as far as, again, what what would it take for Mbappe to find himself in La Liga or English Premier League, which is, I think, the standard for players at that level that we always are looking to get them to. So that'll be a storyline I, I continue to follow. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it'd be great for him to get out of there as well um, into one of those two leagues and and he's going to sell tickets. He's going to be a draw. So I think it's good business for, for all parties to go after him and, and make him some big deals, make him some big offers that he definitely deserves. So, uh, yeah, only time will tell. But hopefully, hopefully, yeah, we get, get to see a lot more of him in the future here. And, 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 and as, as we mentioned, you know, the World Cup's coming to an end, but the pitch pod's not. We're just, we're just getting started here at the pitch pod. So, uh, we do plan to continue bringing content uh, around the EPL. We might even throw in, as Joe said, some La Liga games coming forward. So um, we we do plan to continue uh, content. Joe, do you mind kind of reminding our viewers about the EPL and, and when that's going to be starting back up here? Well, for sure. It's a quick turnaround. Boxing Day, December 26th. We're looking at what would be or what represents Match Day 17 in the English Premier League to start seven fixtures on that day to get it going. And from there, a lot of matches right after and into the months of the beginning of January weekend to get the English Premier League. Definitely excited to see where we are. We know where Arsenal is at the top of the table. We know Manchester City is is definitely want to get back in the, onto the pitch to compete so that they can try to overtake that spot. And then all the other teams that we've talked about over the course during the pitch pod up to this point are excited to be back with it. So I'm, I'm really excited get to continue with the pitch pod to continue to look at where the English Premier League goes. And like you suggested, and even maybe expanding on horizons a little bit, literally looking outside of the English Premier League and what else is happening in world football. So excited to continue, Jeff. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, Joe. You are the cup of Joe around the pitch pod. You energize us. You keep us up, keep us going. So uh, I just want to say thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We can't wait to bring more content. It was a great World Cup. It was super exciting. Uh, please like, subscribe, and as always, keep pitching out there, everybody. In a game, the round ball, round posts, anything can happen. <laughs>